0: And, you know, if I can't today, it might not mean that we can't tomorrow or, you know, I can, I, I love to listen and I love to engage and I will most certainly point you in the right direction of somebody who can. And Dentsply Sirona is fully supportive of any sort of education. So if you've got an idea... This is episode three
1: of the Small Revolution podcast. Hello, and thank you for downloading Small Revolution in association with Dent Splicerona, a podcast dedicated to oral health promotion, supporting career development for dental hygienists and dental therapists. I'm Victoria Wilson, a dental therapist, and I am so excited to bring to you poignant conversations with dental professionals who have made an impact on my career. And thanks to their transparency, we will endeavour to learn more about the choices they have made and the impact this has had professionally and personally. Through listening to the Smile Revolution podcast, I hope you gain inspiration and ideas for furthering your career path, supporting oral health promotion and enhancing smiles across the world. I am delighted to introduce our sponsor, Dentsply Sirona, who are committed to providing clinically proven and innovative solutions, continuing professional education and patient self-care support to help promote a lifetime of oral health around the world. Find out more at dentspliceronacom forward slash Today's guest is Charlotte Sale, who is the Clinical Affairs Manager for the East of England for Dent Supply Serona. I am so happy to have Charlotte on the podcast, as I have honestly never met someone as passionate about dental hygienists and dental therapist who is not one. Charlotte has been working in dentistry for eight and a half years and in prevention for six years. Charlotte has orchestrated a course entitled Empowering the Hygienist Under Her Current Role that was developed by Karen Walker, who is a dental hygienist. Charlotte is honestly such an advocate for prevention, who believes in the value of our role above and beyond. On today's show, Charlotte, a non-dental professional working with industry, shares how she utilised what she learned about the profession to help support the profession moving forward. Charlotte shares her unique story of how she went on about developing a course specifically to empower our profession. Entitled "Empowering the Hygienist," this is a true example of how key people like Charlotte from industry are instrumental in moving our profession forward. This podcast is for all dental hygienists and dental therapists who wish to gain an insight into how industry work to support us as clinicians ways we can work together more closely to ease our working day. If you haven't worked with industry and are interested in exploring this, you should definitely listen to this podcast. This is a great listen, not to be missed. So here I am at home. It's a Monday. And I have Charlotte hair on the show from Dentsply Sirona. Hi Charlotte, how are you today? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I am very well, thank you. I've just grabbed my water to rehydrate so I don't get into a coughing fit, as I did a few minutes ago. Um, so <laughs> we should be good. Now Charlotte, I really, really, really wanted to have you on the show for the for the reason that you have been so supportive to myself as a professional since I first met you. And you are to the profession as a whole and not only are you very supportive you are just so passionate (laughs) and I think this is just one thing and I say to you again and again and I know colleagues say the same thing as well you are not a hygienist you are not a (laughs) dental therapist but I have to say you are sometimes more passionate about certain subjects we talk about than maybe us as professionals which is just insane and incredible and I think that is exactly obviously why you need to be on the Smile Revolution podcast because it is all about supporting career development for hygienists and dental therapists and that is essentially what you do. So Charlotte yeah. <laughs> at the beginning y- you obviously you've been working with Dent Supply for, for how many years now?
0: Um, I've been working for Dental Place Corona for eight years now, just over.
1: And how did your role or your journey within what you do evolve in identifying that us hygienists and dental therapists needed support in moving forward? How did you identify that?
0: So, for me, I began my journey within dentistry. Um, being a sales rep being on the road you know it's a very challenging job knocking on doors seeing dentists you know we were very much driven to see decision makers and to talk to dentists and obviously we were promoting this whole preventive portfolio as well and i began spending quite a lot of time talking to hygienists and talking to practice managers as well about the equipment that that people needed and wanted and desperately thought that they could not have and so my journey really began from talking to people face to face and understanding why people were so um, and why hygienists felt a bit neglected in their practices Um, and from that I kind of just took it upon myself to to understand why I did a lot of research I spent a lot of time um going to study clubs, doing things that were kind of outside my remit as a sales rep to really understand why and how I could help support the community. And um, it's kind of where I've ended up today, being this huge, as you say, passionate, per- passionate person with regards to preventive dentistry. I'm really passionate about supporting all of you out there to to achieve what you want to achieve.
1: No, but it it's really amazing because... There there are so many supportive industry people out there, but you do just stand out in the lengths you've gone to, to support us and identifying that, yes, hygienists and therapists maybe wanted certain equipment and they weren't able to, to have it accessible within their practice or there were stumbling blocks or obstacles that you know, came into a place where they couldn't utilise maybe what they had envisaged or what they would like to use um, to support the care of their, their patients. So what was the next step? When you identified, you said you went to study clubs. Um, what else did you do before formulating this course that we're going to get to later, Empowering the Hygienist, that you were instrumental behind? You know, what was the next step after your research?
0: So a huge turning point for me was the Dental Hygienist and Therapist Facebook page. Um, I got added onto this purely because of my knowledge regarding cavitrons and cavitron inserts. I was kind of the Dentspice Sirona go-to person when it came to that sort of equipment. So I've been added to this network purely to help you guys with very technical things. You know, my Covertron's leaking, help. So I I was that girl. And actually... And everyone knows Charlotte Sale.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I had to (laughs) add it in there. Anything, Covertron, Charlotte Sale.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And and actually, very, very quickly, um, I was spending my evenings reading about frustrations that everybody was having you know everybody had the same or very very similar frustrations and it didn't matter what equipment it was it was just that you know people found that they didn't have a voice people found that they weren't included in in their team people didn't know who to turn to people didn't feel like there was that anybody was feeling this this same way and so it was really refreshing for the support that I was witnessing but it became very clear to me that something was needed and it Cavitron training wasn't needed so much as you know a bit of empowerment and a bit of you know a a course that would support hygienists and therapists to feel empowered in their workplace and I became very good friends with a local hygienist to me Walker, Um, and I went to her because, like you say, I'm not a hygienist, and you know, I I couldn't develop a course like this um, on my own. And Karen and I spent many an evening in our own time, really developing this course. You know, I can remember sitting for about three hours just thinking of the course title. And Karen particularly wanted something you know that would really drive people to attend attend the course which is, a, you know, another battle in itself in this day and age. But, you know, we, we spent hours just really listening, reading what was, what was being said on Facebook, talking to other clinicians about courses that they really wanted. And, and from that, Empower genius was born. And
1: that's just, you know, amazing what you've just highlighted within what you've just said, that it's the example of industry recognising in your position, what's needed, yeah. and collaborating with us, the clinicians, you know, that yeah. are in the thick of it every day, but maybe, you know, you know, wouldn't necessarily and very unlikely we, we would be able to put in a course like this without someone like yourself, number one, coming to us, um, because it's a hard thing to you know, launch something off the ground when you're in clinic all the time. Treating patients every time I'm thinking, oh, I'd like to do this, I'd like to add this in, I'd like to do this. Every time a patient comes through the door, I'm thinking, what else could I do to refine this patient's journey or my appointments in general? But when it comes to the end of the day, actually actioning everything is the is the challenge, yeah. knowing you, as a perfect example, working with industry, industry, are here to support us. I mean, this is what Empowering the Hygienist is about.
0: And well, thank you Charlotte. It is. <laughs> it's oh, thank you. I, I can remember um, putting just a general, Karen and I had had a little conversation and I put on, on a post on that forum just saying, you know, would anybody be interested in? Because we were like, we don't want to do all this work. if There's no interest. And I kid you not, there was about 150 responses of, yes, definitely, we'll come. When is it? What's this? And we were like, oh, we don't actually have the course just yet. So it kind of, you guys gave us the inspiration and the drive to then go and create, you know, this course that is the empowerment course.
1: I think, Charlotte, you just highlighted The perfect example of utilising all those cogs, industry, the profession and social media to support the growth of projects, of research, whatever it may be, or education forward in furthering our profession by utilising these three main factors.
0: And you're the example of this, Charlotte thank you no it's Um, so true I couldn't do it though without you know you your community being so passionate about trying to make a difference and you know social media has given you a voice to express how you're feeling and I want to help that's kind of the crux of it I want to develop you know my role now is very different to what it was back then I did all of that Whilst just being a sales rep, so I still had all of my targets. I still had the same role, but you know, it has led me now. I, you know, I'm a clinical affairs manager, so my role now is purely education, and it is something that I am so passionate about. And I'm really pleased that Densply Sirona have given me the opportunity to develop courses that aren't necessarily just product focused, because I think for for your community. You know, you need more. You need you need more than how to be taught how to use an ultrasonic scaler in the correct way. Because every single course that I have ever attended, um, whether it's been therapists or hygienists, they, you know, we're learning about class two, or we're learning about different instrumentation. I get asked at the end, or told at the end, I'd never be able to afford that. And it is so sad. To hear comments like that and, you know, and now I can say, well, do you know what? We have actually got a course where we can help support you. So I said, you know, I'm so pleased now that we, you know, that Densply Sirona have supported me to develop a course to help hygienists and therapists get the products that they need. So if they are on a class two restoration course or they are on a smart scaling course and they say at the end of it, I'd never be allowed that. We can lead them directly onto this empowerment course, which helps give them the t- tools and to help find the solution to these problems that, that people seem to be having and to, ha- to figure out how to overcome them. Yeah.
1: So going back to identifying that you needed um, or that there was a need for this course through social media, um, where did you start in what content to
0: include with Karen? So the content really came from from the research from the page. So um, Karen works very closely with um, newly qualified some newly qualified hygienists who were having similar problems. So um, she began trial and error with her hygienist to see you know how to overcome frustrate real life frustrations that she was having. So we started to develop to develop exercises that could really help support. So we used. What I do in industry. So, having things like at the time, personal development plans weren't really a thing in, in your world. So, but they were in my, you know, brag files, which is very common practice in, in sales. So, we started to integrate both kind of pr- hands on practical tasks that could support with stuff within industry that could also support, you know, having appraisals, maybe performing your own lunch and learn doing things like having a brag file or taking pictures of your work so that we could start to formulate a course where people would leave with tools that would inspire them to kind of, to go to their bosses, to go to their employees and say, sell themselves, this is me. And this is what I can do for you. And this is why I need this.
1: And it's been such an instrumental course. Like you said, I mean, this was before we had BDPs. Yes. You know, so it was leading where the profession was going from industry and
0: where it ended up going. Yeah. And this is something, you know, we joke because this is something that we've had to do within my industry for years. And sometimes at the end of the year or at the beginning, you know, it's your PDP time and you think, oh God, what have I done? What do I need to do? And We've kind of just flipped that on on the head a bit, and I think the world is driven at the moment by setting goals, personal goals for yourself. No matter how big or small they may seem, this is where this PDP planning really, really works. And if you can just take half an hour, maybe at the beginning of the year, to see where you want to be at the end of the year, and get set yourself tasks to do throughout the year, that is empowering. In itself, you know, doing relevant CPD to achieve your goals will make you feel one hundred percent better at the end of the year when you have your reflection
1: and empowered,
0: really? and empowered, yeah.
1: um No, it's so true. I'm uh, visualising it as well as something that's you know resonated with me, and it, it does. You think? Oh, accepting that it is a process. Um, is fine, but as long as you're seeing through that year, you're getting through these plans.
0: We started out big, you know, you have a, a one month plan, a one year plan, a five year plan. And, you know, for me myself, I was like, right, okay, I want everything today. I, you know, when I want something, I want it and I will stay up all night and I will achieve that goal. I think as I've become more experienced, and realised that not everything can be achieved just like that the goals that I now set myself you know might be finishing on time every evening or setting time aside you know these goals don't always have to be work driven then they need to be goals that will empower you to be able to do your job better so now I have my yearly goal but then I have goals on my mobile phone as well daily goals that I'd like to achieve that day just to make sure that I'm on track and I finish the day thinking yes I've made a difference and how good is that feeling every Fantastic. day <laughs> every day and I know there are things that come in and they disrupt what you want to do with your day but if you have them written down but this is how I i work if i've got them written down if something interrupts that day you know it doesn't matter it doesn't matter i I can do it a different day you know there's always going to be something that will try and stop you from reaching your goal but if you have enough self-belief and you are empowered you will still achieve that goal
1: Charlotte, i need to start doing that every day because I don't I, <laughs> I have it I have look at you you have that's so good I have it for my week kind of but I don't do it every day I should so
0: when do you write them do you write them the night before or? so I write them on a Sunday night so I bought myself a planner whatever works for you you know I I love stationery so I have a planner I think it actually drives my boss insane these notes that I write all the time um i Buy myself a planner, and in it there's a month plan and a daily plan. So on a Sunday evening, I can see what I've got to achieve for the month, and then I put these goals in for for the week, so I can see what I'm going to do for the week. And then I don't feel overwhelmed. I feel you know it's you know it's not going to get done on Monday because it's scheduled to be done on Thursday. So everything is okay.
1: That's such a good. Oh, I need to do this, Charlotte.
0: <laughs> because I often feel overwhelmed. Yeah, and I've, I've taken to highlighting when I used to cross off when I'd achieved something, but then I couldn't see what I, I'd achieved. So now I, um, I'm showing you the picture and I'll highlight. I'm Karen Walker, dental hygienist. The Dentsply Sirona Smart Practice Course is designed to support dental hygienists and dental therapists and help them feel empowered in the workplace. The course aims to develop key communication skills to ensure you walk away with the knowledge and confidence to find solutions to everyday stresses, be it treatment planning, auditing your work, or even how to develop new revenue streams for your practice. Find a Dentsply Sirona smart practice course near you at www.dentsplysirona.com forward slash UK courses.
1: Me and Charlotte, we're on WhatsApp, FaceTime. We can both see each other. She has a green highlighted page. So that when it's getting more green or whatever you choose your highlighted colour to be, that colour just takes over your page.
0: Love it. I'm. It has to be positive. Yeah. It's, it's hard work. We all have these dreams and aspirations and it is... Hard work to to get them done. Like you say, when you are in practice and you are, you know, you're seeing patients. There's that constant incoming, and you have all of these bright ideas that you want to do, and then you feel so frustrated that you can't do them, or you know, you haven't got the time. So, I know it can be cliche, but if you want them, right, I just write them down, and yeah. then well, then you can it.
1: Thank you, Charlotte, for that. And listeners, I'm sure you're going to take note and do the same thing after, you know, wanting to feel, well, certainly empowered every day or the idea of feeling empowered every day at the end of the day is, you know, it's good. Um, Now, Charlotte, can I just go back to the course? So you obviously started developing the course. How long did it take from start to finish?
0: So the development of the course, is still ongoing, to be fair. Um, So the main part of it probably took about three to four months for us to to start I think we started in about March February March time and our first course was in the June so in Nottingham which is where both Karen and I live so it took yeah a good four months for us to develop and since then um it has been changed Karen's changed it into a kind of a one hour talk for the BSDHT which has extremely hard work for her to do you know our hands-on calls going to just a one out of 60 minute empowerment speech and um, and we have now trained clinicians over throughout the country to to put on this course in local regions because the demand was so high and to this day we're very flexible so although the course has been set and the slides have been given to our key opinion leaders you know people can work with with what they're given and put in their own experiences empowerment is very individual and it's very um circumstantial as well to the clinicians that are on the course so all of the feedback that we've had has always been reflected in the next course little bits have changed some bits are made longer some bits are made shorter sometimes there's more focus on something um, important but it really is your course the clinician's course yeah. We want it, you know, the whole point of us developing this course is for people to leave and feel that, that they've had real value from that. And sometimes, we, you know, it's asked at the very beginning, what do you want from this course? And we need to fulfil that. So if it means that we spend longer on a certain aspect than on, on others, then, then that's what we do. It's really tailored around the people who attend the course.
1: Yeah, and I I can definitely back everything you've said because I've been fortunate enough to be trained on the course um, and been given, you know, the okay to literally make it our own um, for whoever is in the audience and and evolve it. Um, And I guess by doing this, by also sharing it now with other colleagues to deliver, it will have the opportunity to advance even more because everybody's working together cumulatively on it. So, oh, I just think it's brilliant. And thanks, Charlotte, for all your work on this with Karen, that, you know, for starting this up and, you know, empowering so many hygienists through it. Can I ask you, what are the biggest learning curves you have had through developing this course?
0: I. Learning curves for me have been listening. <laughs> People will, listen, will laugh at that. Obviously, as a salesperson, we're, we're taught to, to sell. And sometimes, you know, the better salespeople are the best listeners and we sell to, to needs rather than just tell-sell. So for me, actually, you know, taking stock and not just reacting to people's concerns, but stopping and listening. And really thinking it through I think Karen and I you know we are both very passionate people passionate colleagues that can get together and you know this course could have been about six days long when <laughs> we started it. yeah you know we we were, we were in it this was it we started from you know a day course and we were like we need to roll this out in university this is our goal here this is this is where this course needs to be positioned. It could be a degree, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, people laugh, but we were like, you know, we need to take this to America. We can see real need for this. You know, this shouldn't just be for hygienists and therapists. This needs to be for dentists. This needs to be for practice managers. So, my biggest learning curve with with doing this was, you know, taking our time, making sure that every step of this was a success. And having a plan, so knowing that where we want to be tomorrow with the course, and so far we have gone from it being a day course in Nottingham to having successful events in Scotland and at our offices in Weybridge. There's a there's a course in Cornwall. There's one happening in North London. We've supported the BSDHT. You know, they're really happy with us going in and, and supporting their cl- their courses. I myself now have got this clinical affairs job where I can really impact on education. And now we are starting to talk to universities on having a plan of when people graduate. What happens? Could this course suit somebody? You know, yeah. would it be worth having us come into Uh, you know do a post-grad session on feeling empowered because it's tough yes it's tough for you
1: guys and that's amazing that you're thinking about having it for when people graduate because that you've identified that is probably one of the toughest times when you come out and thinking oh this isn't how it was at dental school and you know
0: moving forward so that's amazing Charlotte yeah and you know I I think I've said it to you before I would hate to patronise anybody. I would hate to, you know, think people go, what does she know? She isn't a clinician and she isn't that. So having a bit of um, confidence in myself to be able to, you know, help the cause and to put my background and what I do and share that, you know, with Karen, the clinician, for us to devise a course like this that now, you know, we're confident that it does work you know it's quite scary going Ooh! we're going to deliver this course where you're going to feel empowered you know we're not delivering a course to sell 10 cavatrons you know everything we, we can't get we can't you know it's very personal so I think believing in ourselves to develop this course has you know helped with my confidence in me to be able to talk to clinicians to show that I can help and just
1: as well, establishing for the listeners how uh, how valuable and how effective our communication with industry is to develop things, to move the profession forward and adding your additional skill set that we aren't privy to as clinicians and amalgamating those to develop what you have developed. So I think for listeners and Especially why I really wanted to go through this today, Charlotte, with you. For listeners that potentially have ideas for what their interests are that would make their working day better, would you encourage them to connect with industry members such as yourself to speak about these potential thoughts of what they'd yeah. like to do? Or-
0: Yes, yes, yes. You know, everybody <laughs> that I work with, I know from the preventive side has been such a natural relationship between between us. So, you know, I haven't been going out and cherry picking people that I want to work with going, you know, you use a cavatron, come and talk for me. I can honestly say that every single one of our key opinion leaders we call them, people who talk for densify Sirona, who educate, who educate others. Are people that have either come to me with a vested interest that you know is there any way that we can work together or I happen to have noticed the pattern on social media and I might have popped an email across and said you know can we have a meeting and also you know happened to be out on the road and, and witnessed carriage you know she was already talking about Cavatron inserts and I went over and introduced myself and said you know I'd love to hear a bit more about what you're talking about and, and how you're doing it and how you're promoting it and to see whether we can work together. I am open for people, you know, if you've got an idea or if you want some help or if you run a study club and you you would love this course to be there, you know, email me. It, I am honestly the most approachable person day and night, to get back in touch with you, to, you know, to have these discussions. It's something that I like to do with my spare time because I am, I'm sad, (laughs) but, you know, this is, it's a real, it is a true passion.
1: Far from it. Very, 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 very supportive. And I can second everything you've just said. And I, I actually want to just say, this is what Charlotte's been talking about is so true because, Essentially, what we're doing now is recording this podcast. This was a vision I personally had years ago, but making it possible was a challenge. It's been a massive journey for me. And me coming to you, Charlotte, has made this podcast possible because you took it forward for me, you know? So I am so grateful to you and your position for making what I'm currently working on possible. And it's true, anyone listening do contact Charlotte because she. I know she can help you, you know, and, and she will help the profession. And if possibly you can't,
0: I'm sure you'd be able to maybe connect us with somebody else or... Yeah, and, you know, if I can't today, it might not mean that we can't tomorrow or, you know, I can... I I love to listen and I love to engage and I will most certainly point you in the right direction of somebody who can. And Dentsply Sorona is fully supportive of any sort of education so if you've got an idea no matter how silly or small or big or huge that you would like a little bit or even just somebody to talk to you know it doesn't have to be sponsorship or 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 something massive if you want somebody just to bounce ideas off please you know drop me an email give me a ring I'm more than accessible
1: Charlotte thank you so so much for talking to us today Um, you've been well you're always inspirational to talk to and I'm sure the listeners have been able to gain an insight into how passionate you are and it really is unique and thank you for all you do to support the profession. I now have my final questions my small revolution fire round. So What has been the most memorable moment in your professional career in dentistry, working with us hygienists to date? I think it was um,
0: when I was stood on stand at the BDIA or the dentistry show, one of the big stands, and the president of the BSVHT at the time came over and was like, "Um, is Charlotte Sale here? So I was like, yes, I'm here. They were like, you need to come and listen to this announcement, please. We're making an announcement and off I walked off stand thinking what? okay so I went along and I witnessed the announcement of the the prescribing rights how everybody was going for how we were doing it and I was thinking why why have I been, why have I been invited here and at the end of said I was like you know I'm not I'm not the big boss man of Dents you know, I'm Charlotte Sale and she was like well, I think you're probably the most more, the most important person in here today to come and listen to this because I know you'll help support us. Oh. So, yeah.
1: Oh, I have got this stuff. That's so lovely.
0: Oh, got some champagne, or prosecco, and I thought this is bizarre. Oh, it's bizarre! How I think sometimes that you don't realise you don't realise the impact that you have. No, but
1: that's just an example. Thank you. What would you like to change if you had a magic wand for the future?
0: For everybody to understand their worth. So everybody would feel when they went to, ju- when they went to work in the morning that their employees or even if they're self-employed, they are part of a team that understands everybody's role in practice. So everybody fe- leaves the day feeling inspired and empowered and confident in themselves for the job that they've done and to know that they've just done a good job. What's your mantra? My mantra is to
1: be the best that you can be. Thank you so much. And Charlotte, if anyone wants to contact you, um, should they contact you directly or
0: how, how's best to get in contact with you? So people can contact me at charlotte.seol at That's my email address. There's just me and my little girl here. So I am available day and night for people to, to send a little email to me.
1: Charlotte, thank you so much. You've been an inspiration for people to listen to, I'm sure. And I'm sure people will be in touch. Thank you so much Love for you. being on the show.
0: Thank you for inviting me.
1: Thank you thanks so much for listening if you enjoyed the episode i'm sure you will love our next guest so click on subscribe to be the first to hear it If you were inspired by the podcast today and you wish to launch an oral health promotional campaign or project, please let us know at Smile Revolution as we are here for you leading dental professionals as your creative agency dedicated to making a success of every oral health promotional campaign and project. Book your free consultation today. Please email info at smile-revolution.net.